Hey everybody, tonight I decided to come on and do a special episode of Adoption Hacks, um, sort of an adoption in the news episode. Um, there's something that came out yesterday that uh, is all over the news, not just adoption in the adoption world, but just everywhere, and um, I just can't get it off my heart and my mind like I'm sure a lot of you can't, and so I just want to take a minute to come on here and process that with all of you. Um, in case you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the story about Micah Stoffer that came out. She's a YouTube influencer. She makes videos about her family. Uh, she did a lot of adoption videos. She has like cleaning and organizational videos too. Um, but her and her husband have four biological children and they adopted a little boy from China in 2017. And they just announced yesterday that they are rehoming him. That was the, the term they used. Um, so this is, a lot of this story is, well, all of this story is heartbreaking, upsetting, devastating. Um, and I just wanted to, not that I'm an expert on them, I don't follow her, uh, but after watching some old videos and watching their announcement video, just wanted to come on here and talk about it. Every Everybody in the world is uh, slinging some mud, and some of that is very well-deserved for how they've done this. Um, but I just also want to talk about maybe some deeper issues, why this happened, what we can do about it. And, um, you know, if you're in the adoption world, if you're an adoptive foster parent, I'm sure you're going to have people saying, "How do you? did you hear about this? What do you think about it? What are your thoughts? And so... I think it's good just to process it, even if you don't agree with everything I say, just to have a jumping off point to maybe figure out what you think about some of these issues. Because it's complex. It's not just, yeah, everything about this is wrong, or no, she's validated in this. It's it's very complex and deep, and so there's a lot going on here. Um, first of all, I do have a huge problem with the term rehoming. Um, that right there showed me that there was some undereducation about adoption. Um, this isn't a dog. This isn't a cat. You're not rehoming a bird or something. This is a, a human. This is a child that was in your home for, a, for three years, almost three years. Um, and so just the, the language, um, it's, it's an adoption breakdown. Um, a lot of people use the word dissolution, uh, disruption or even an adoptive failure. Um, but I, it's, this is more common than you think. Um, this happens a, pretty often, I'm not pretty often, but more often than you think in adoption where there's no family that adopts a child and after, after they bring them home, it's not what they expected. It's not what they thought. And a, they start the plan for a change for a new family. Um, and there's actually a whole organization, a whole agency that works with this. It's called Second Chance Adoptions, and it's when that happens. And it's pretty um, regular that that happens. Um, but that usually happens pretty soon after that child comes home. And that's why I have a really big issue um, with this situation because, you know, with if you've done adoptions, you know that afterwards you have post-placement interviews, and that is to make sure that everybody's a good fit for everybody, that that child is thriving, and the family is thriving, and you're connecting, and even though it doesn't mean everything's perfect and beautiful, that 
everybody's working towards and everybody's clicking. Um, everybody's getting there, getting used to each other and working hard. Um, so, I mean, with our Korean adoption, we had, I think it was six post-placement interviews. I mean, they take it very seriously. And a lot of, a lot of adoptions, um, they don't even finalize until you're home for a few months, three months, six months, and then they'll finalize in the U.S. because they want to make sure that it's a good fit and everybody, everything's working, like I said. Um, but this is so unusual because it's almost three years after. Um, so it, it almost doesn't even seem like the same thing as a disrupted adoption. This seems like a brand new adoption almost. Um, so it's just a little odd. I, I just can't imagine, you know, that's, they came, they brought their little boy home a month after we brought Saja home. And I just can't imagine having a child home that long, especially with other siblings. Um, so some major concerns that I have about what they said, um, they want to, they announced that they, they weren't going through why all the, why they are making this decision, all the things behind it, because they want to be private. They want to respect his, the Huxley's privacy, um, which is, is great. You should want privacy for your family. Um, but then you shouldn't be putting up adoption videos that are showing that everything's happy and wonderful. It wasn't the last video she had posted of Huxley was of uh, like a 20 minute video of how awesome everything was. And so to go, like, I totally see why her followers are so upset because it went from everything's wonderful to we're finding a new home for him. Um, so it just doesn't make sense. You know, maybe if you want to stay an influencer, maybe just do your cleaning videos or something. But uh, it's just a little upsetting to be an adoption influencer, as she's called herself, and and for this to happen. Um, and it's, it's hard to be an adoption influencer if you're not willing to talk about hard things. She also said in the video that she likes to keep everything positive. And that's why they haven't posted any of this difficulty. Um, but then you shouldn't be an adoption influencer because we in this community need you to be real. We need to know all sides of it. You have to be willing to be vulnerable and share the the things that you're striving through if you are going to try to help people through adoption. Uh, it's just not realistic. I mean, to be honest, that's one of the reasons I don't follow her. People like her is because it's not realistic. It's the it's the pretty side of something and it's it's deceit. It's honestly it's a fraud because you're putting out a product. Their video is their product. They're putting out a product that's not true. It's not all the sides of it. She said that 95% of what was really going on with him, they never talked about. So if you want to be an influencer, an adoption influencer, I think you have to be willing to be 100% real. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so I have a major problem with her profiting off of the other big issue is with this is that she all of her adoption videos were sponsored um so she's making a lot of money off of these videos um 
and then and then this happens. So I'm not really going to get into that because I'm just more concerned about the family situation than, you know, the money thing. But I just want to get into that there needs to be more adoption education beforehand. I mean, that's why this podcast exists. That's why I do this. That's why I saw the need for this was because I saw in so many families that, and I felt this too, when we got home, it was, there were things that I didn't expect. There were things that I wasn't prepared for. Um, and even from Saja's adoption to our current adoption, I see home study agencies, placement agencies really stepping it up in what they are requiring families to work through. Um, but still, there there just needs to be more out there, more of a push to require parents to go through things. And I felt like with Saj's adoption, there was a lot of, we were we would go through trainings and then there would be like a sort of like a wink of like, you probably won't go through this, but just in case you need to know, blah, 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 blah. Um, and, but a lot of that stuff we went through, you know, maybe not as dramatic as some other people, but, um, but I, there's such a need to want, want families, needing families to be in adoption programs. And I get that. But when we, when we get adoptive families who don't know who aren't fully educated, who don't know what they're getting themselves into, then something as devastating as this happens. So there has to be more education. Um, and then more transparency in international files. This is, I mean, that's what, <laughs> there is some discrepancy with this. They said in some of their older videos that they really wanted a special needs child. Most of Chinese adoptions are special needs adoptions. Um, so it seemed like they knew what they were getting into. Um, she was a nurse and she wanted to adopt a child who uh, could benefit from her training and education. Um, but then they said, you know, they didn't get the full picture, which I totally believe because that I've heard that from so many cases of and Chinese adoption, Indian adoption, African adoption, um, that, you know, everything's not, everything's not written down. Some of it is not just missed, but just straight up put down incorrectly um, or hidden somehow. That's even happened before. Ages are wrong. Um, medical issues aren't mentioned. It's very possible. And you just need to dig a little. You as the adoptive parent need to dig a little bit. We need to hold agencies to a higher standard as far as who do we have, if it's international adoption, who do we have in the country who's checking on this, who's who's double-checking these medical records, who's with them at the medical um, checkups. So I think stuff like that could go a long way as far as holding everybody accountable. Our, our U.S. agencies and then our international agencies. Um, but you as the adoptive parent, uh, the, some of the best advice we got was look at the medical file and then imagine... The best case scenario, maybe some, maybe they mentioned a few things. Imagine the best case scenario, that those things resolve quickly, that they aren't a big deal, that this child is healthy. But then also imagine the worst case scenario. Those little issues are more dramatic than they seem, or there's other issues too. And be willing to accept that child if either is true, because either could very well be true. 
And so you can't just say yes to a child of, yes, I only say if this is absolutely accurate because the truth is you just don't know. You didn't have that child in your stomach. You didn't raise that child from birth. You don't know. You don't know what all they're going to face presently and in the future even. Future issues may come up. So knowing that and then being being prepared for special needs wise more than you think you need because more could come up and just having the education to recognize signs to know who what doctors what specialists are in your area that could handle certain things all of that kind of stuff is huge so I think we need to Adoption professionals need to push that more. We as adoptive parents have to tell people that when they ask us for advice about this stuff. We have to be honest about that. Um, that all could really help. But, um, you know, I know this is traumatic for that little boy. Um, this is traumatic for those siblings as well, I can't imagine. And this is traumatic for those parents. I mean, their video, they're very emotional. This is very upsetting. I don't think that they made good decisions, but I know that, that they are hurting and they are grieving. And I don't just want to throw them under the bus. I want to, as, an, as the adoptive community, say, man, this is really tough and we want to help you get through this. Because everybody on all sides of this is going to need some, some help through it some counseling, some therapy, some support, because they aren't getting any right now. Um, so, yeah, that's all I want to say. Push for adoption. Help your friends who ask you about adoption. And let's, you know, this woman became famous because people liked her stuff. People followed her stuff, even though it was 100% positive and good news. Let's be a little more discerning in who we follow and who we support and who we give our attention to. Let's do that with people who are being real and transparent, positive and still real. Okay, let's be discerning and on the lookout for that. There's no shortcut in adoption. And so when you see that in somebody's stuff, know that something's up. Would love to hear your guys' thoughts. Um, head over to Adoption Hacks on Instagram, and I'm, I'm making a IGTV video of this too, so um, just comment on that. Let me know what you're thinking. Message me. Give me some thoughts. Maybe I'm missing something. Um, I would love to hear how you're processing this. I'm sure more is going to come out as this becomes a bigger story, so we'll we'll follow it as it develops, but thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good night.